Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Celt Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is the Sunday League Show Extra, episode 24, week 24 podcast. Uh, all of our fixtures this week uh, will be played on Sunday, the 12th of March. We'll review the games from last week, the 5th. Uh, not a very good week for us, points-wise, uh, this week. Two games called off, I must admit, but yeah, plenty of reds. On our uh, on our spreadsheet this week, I'm joined initially by Omar uh, and Bila, uh, and Omari will join us later. He's running late with some training, so he'll join us halfway through the podcast. Stephen unavailable, sadly. We say goodbye to Dan Cavell, unable to submit his scores for the last couple of weeks. That means he's out like Russell before. We have to be cutthroat about it to keep the integrity of the game. Cavell is gone. Thank you, Dan. I know you wanted to take part and things have taken over, uh, but thank you for uh, being a part of the team uh, for as long as you did. Dan's points have been removed from the leaderboard. It is now a two-horse race at the top by look of it. I, don't, I didn't want to tempt fate by saying that. Me and Amari leading the way by 22 uh, points over Omar. Uh, I have 22 points ahead. Uh, of Omar Amari, three points ahead of me, uh, and Stephen and Bila fighting it out at the bottom of the table. Let's have a look at last week's scores. Uh, the winner last week well, it was a three way tie between Omar, Stephen, and Amari. Those three guys all scoring seven points, not one green on our spreadsheet this week. Uh, me and Bila getting six points each. Uh, the Santola. Uh, Albo and the South London Royals, South London Unions games uh, not taking place. So we were down um, a potential six points this weekend. That's not an excuse. Uh, I scored no points in the Alpington and Bromley, as did Cavell. Uh, no big scores around. Uh, Amari doing the best, really, in the Southern Sunday. He scored four points from four games. Good evening, Omar and Bila. That is the introduction a shit week on the predictions. Um, I'm not 100% sure all of our games will take pl- will take place this week, so it could be a short week again. How are you both doing? I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah, all good, all good. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Sorry about last week. Family issues for me meant we couldn't record. We are light again this week, um, but we are here recording. Yeah, um, I hope, hope everything's all right, mate. Um, yeah. Omar, you were last like three weeks ago, mate. What's going on? I've had a couple of good weeks where I've been joint top for the last few weeks. <laughs> he's yeah, like so. New, he's like Newcastle, mid mid table security now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going to be like Newcastle and have a massive flip now. Watch. I'm just doing what Andrew does. If you want, I'm just 
gradually gnawing away at the points and I'll be up there soon. That's what you've got to do, mate. A couple of good weeks makes all the difference. I won two weeks in a row with double digit scores and that's the that's what we all hope for. Let's have a look at our games this week. And <clears throat> first up this week is our Westford games. Uh, four games as usual, chosen by Gibbs. I'll give you my uh, Gibbs's score, my score. Then Omar will give his score. Well, the, the the guest predictor for each league will give their scores if if they're in pro- if they are taking part in the recording. Uh, and then I'll shout out the rest of the results. First game up, a resurgent Kingsford taking on uh, the underdogs in this one. It has to be said, Adidas Athletic, Adas Athletic, as they're really called. Uh, Gibbs can't split these two. He's gone for a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Uh, I'm going for Kingsford. They've been doing better in the league. Their cups, the cups, and this is a cup game, is where Kingsford have had most of their joy this season. I can't see that changing against a good Adas team who we're told very good going forward, but you can get them at the back. Uh, Omar, uh, you're seeing a bit of a cup set, I think. I've only gone for a little bit of a cup set because uh, last week Kingsford played Woolwich Royals. I think they had... Woods Royals only had 10 men and they end up only winning 6-3 from 10 minutes from the kickoff. So I'll give it to Adas, but only slightly because I'm a big fan of Kingsford. Fair enough. 2-1. Omar's prediction for the Adidas boys supporting uh, the underdogs. Uh, Steve has gone for a free-all draw in this one. He can't separate the two. He thinks that one's going to penalties or, or extra time. I'm not sure what stage those two are in a cup. Probably semi-finals. Uh, where we are in the calendar. Bila, you're going yeah. big for Adas. Big Adas, yeah, 4-1. Uh, for the life of me, I can't remember why I went so big. But looking at the other results, I mean, you said they were underdogs, but they've got more of us to win. We were, More of us have gone for Adas to win. No. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to regret that. <laughs> no, I might do. <laughs> this might be one of those ones where I lose ground, but... Uh, Amari has gone for Adas to win as well. So, yeah, uh, three out of six of us have mm. gone for Adas wins. Two draws. I'm the only one back in Kingsford. Just remember that on social media, Kingsford. You do like to uh, you do like to have a bite and you're welcome to. Uh, but please send it uh, Omar uh, or Bila's way, especially, <laughs> and, that, and that Amari. Give them a bit. Well, I'm going to clip that little comment you just made about I don't know why. And send it to Adas <laughs> <laughs> and see what you get. <laughs> well, let's see. They are a good side, aren't they? They are a good side. They are a good side. In game two, Sid Cup against Rosen Crown. This is a really good game. This is Division Five, isn't it? This is Division Five, my division. Yeah, this is your division. So you should be the specialist in this one. Sid Cup and Rosen Crown. Top against uh, this is Sidcup sitting top against Rosen Crown, who will be looking uh, to pull themselves to the top of the table. Gibbs has backed the Rosen Crown boys to win 4 2. I have backed Sidcup 3 2. I don't know why, uh, but Sidcup have been on some run. They look much improved this season from last season, and they weren't too bad last year either. Uh, Omar, though, this is your specialist area. You're not saying fuck Damo on this one. I'm not saying fuck game on this one. Both we've played both both of them twice and lost to both of them twice. Um Sid Cup are what I think one loss in nine, top of the table. Rosa Crown not too far behind. I think they've only lost to EWD. 
Um, but I just think Rosencrantz a lot more organised. They know what to do. It won't be a high-scoring game, I don't think. That's why I've gone for a two-one Rosencrantz. Two-one and a bit of stato there. I should have given you stato. Stato. It's been a while. It's my division. I need to. I should know it really. Yeah, you should. Uh, the best place person here to talk about Division 5 stuff. Uh, Steve backing a Desmond, a tribute to the man himself. Uh, another early doors, Desmond. Um, Amari going for 2-1 Sid Cup. He fancies the boys sitting top of the division at the moment. And Bila, uh, you've rolled the dice, but you haven't really rolled the dice, have you? Yeah, I felt like I was, but then uh, Omar... It's a close one. Omar said. Yeah, There's... it's close. And the results sort of show it's close as well. We've all gone for No one's gone for anything more than a go, I don't think. Indifference. Um, so yeah, two one. I went for for Rosencrown. It's not. I mean, Rosencrown's games in hand. If they win them, they do get close to Sid Cup, or they may even take over them. I haven't looked at the league table, um, so I don't want to make a too a too firmer a, a statement. But yeah, it's going to be close between these two teams um, this season. Nothing. No. No prediction there between these two is silly. Uh, game three is Bolden Sports A against Meridian Sports. Bolden Sports A in a, a resurgent mood uh, after a poor start to the season. This one is a cup semi-final, I believe. Meridian Sports themselves in a very good run of form. Both teams playing their football in Westford's very top division, the Prem division in Westford, the com- very competitive uh, Westford Prem. Give- are we saying? Are we saying this is the game of the week? Uh, probably, probably. But Sid Cup, Sid Cup, Rose and Crown's a very good game as well, isn't it, Omar? That's a very good game. Both of them, very good yeah. games. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the Bout Sports one really is a little bit harder. It's a little is bit it, harder to predict. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Ball and Sports, a lost. I've lost, I think, twice to Meridian this season, so that's a bit of food for thought. Uh, when you're making your predictions, but Baldwin Sports in a cup semi-final, uh, I'd be surprised. If, I, I reckon they've won more semi-finals than they've lost. So, uh, especially this bunch of players from over the years. Uh, so this is a real tough game to call. Gibbs has backed Baldwin to win two, uh, three, two. Uh, that prowess and that know-how and that tradition has meant I've backed Baldwin Sports A to win two-one as well. Omar, you're poking the uh, the bees nest there with this prediction. What what you who are you going with? I've gone two one Meridian just based on their last two results. They beat uh, Metrogas like five 0 and then Go Jam are Prediction for Omar. Uh, Omar, Steve... are you are you in a tumble dryer, mate? Yes, it was a bit quiet. You was a bit quiet then, Omar. I must admit. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, Steve has gone three two uh, to Baldwin Sports. That's three to Baldwin Sports. One uh, to Meridian. Uh, Amari has gone three two for Meridian. So that's one. That's three two to. Uh, Borden Sports, Amara's uh, prediction is 3-2 to Meridian, just to save any confusion. Uh, Bela, which way did you go? I went 3-0 for uh, Borden Sports. Sounds like a big uh, score now, I'm kind of hearing this. But um, I think Borden uh, and Meridian a bit too, but when I first started sort of managing Clapham and stuff and getting a bit online on Twitter, I'm sure Borden was a team that sort of popped up a lot. 
yeah that sort of are, are quite well known so i think that might have played a bit of a part in in me going three nil no problem with that at all uh a big score line i've got to say i don't i can't see it being that wide but uh, a point is a point at this stage in our predicting season uh so it's four for balden and two for meridian uh, showing how close this game is we are split uh, in game four in Westford and our last one, uh, Elton Rovers taking on Northern Eagles. Um, a massive, um, a massive turnaround for Elton Rovers this weekend just gone. Uh, they were 6 1 down against uh, Erith and Belvedere, Erith uh, and Belvedere Sundays, and came back to draw the game 6 all. Uh, surely a massive confidence boost finishing a game like that to go into a tough fixture with the likes of Northern Eagles, renowned team, hard to play against. A good footballing team, but very, very tough to play against. That's reflected in Gibbs's prediction. Two all he has gone with. I've backed the Elton Rovers boys 3-1. I think they'll be on a high. I think they'll make STC um, a tough place for Northern Eagles to visit this coming Sunday. Uh, Omar, uh, where have you gone this week? I've gone for a 3-2 win to Elwyn Rovers based on what you just said. To come back from 6-1 to 6-0 is quite a feat. Mm. So I feel like they'll be a bit buoyed. But because it's Northern Eagles, I was half tempted to go for a 2-2. But I thought they might just edge it with a 3-2. So I've gone that way. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I, I think a young a young team like Elton Rovers will, be, will take that comeback into their next game. Uh, inconsistency is the only thing that that is consistent about Elton Rovers, though. That's their problem. Can they put two back-to-back performances together? Uh, let's see. Uh, Steve has backed the Elton Rovers boys two-one, heavily backed uh, in the in the podcast this week. Uh, Amari has gone for a draw, though. Free all uh, and Bela, uh, you're making it uh, a split on the home win and draws front. Yeah, and I'm not gonna paper over any cracks this was that result that I said <laughs> I forgot and left off and I asked you to just put a Desmond in because I don't think I did one this week <laughs> so, <laughs> well, apologies in advance for that one it's not a stupid prediction you've got three other draws predicted and three yeah. home wins no one back in Northern Eagles is the big um, eyebrow raiser uh, because they are um, a top side thank you very much gents let's move on to the Southern Sunday uh, and Graham seemingly going out of his way. We comment, uh, Omar, I think you comment, commented today in the group chat about the predictions that um, the Southern Sunday uh, just seems to be where Graham has gone, going out of his way to pick awkward games for us to to look at on the show. No, yeah, one of them thinks like a championship versus Division 10. You're going back up, then we go back up to Division 5 for another yeah. game. He does like to make us work for it. Yeah, he does. He definitely oh, does. Oh, man. Scrolling through full time when there is all Marcus Lipson Cup games is an absolute nightmare, isn't it? It's a nightmare. Because <laughs> there's so many divisions, you might miss one and go through yeah, it. Yeah, you go through it. <laughs> so true. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I still ask Graham live when we're recording and I'm pulling out some stats what league team's playing because, yeah, it's tough to... We've got 12 divisions um, and mainly 10 teams per division. It is hard sometimes to keep track, but we do our best uh, and we've brought you some stats this week. Hampton Terriers against Harbert Rovers uh, last season's title fight. Vila, uh, they come together this week again. It feels must win for Harbert Rovers 
Uh, Hampton Terriers much improved from last year, if possible. Uh, Harbert slow starters, um, but they've got a good rolling um, roll of form and momentum at the moment. A credible draw uh, against St Andrews a couple of weeks ago, and a one nil win, scraping a one nil win against Chiswick Development this week just gone. Um, that for me, that's a that's a decent win for Harbert Rovers. Do you give them a chance against their old rivals? Do you know what I have given them a chance because I think I looked earlier and I don't think they've lost in about eight games now, uh, eight games without a loss. Um, they're just kind of on a roll. Uh, the Terriers are decent. Well, they're really good actually. To be fair to them, um, but they only beat like Dundonald one nil uh, a couple of weeks ago. They drew on pens with Wimbledon Wolves one all the week before that. Um, so before that, they were turning teams over a bit. But Harbert have beat them 3-2 as well already. Yeah. So there will be a little bit of that. Harbert might have. There will be a little bit of psychological kind of... Harbert will know that they can beat them and they're on massively good form. And if ever there was a time that Harbert wanted to play the Terriers, it would be absolutely right now, I think. Um, and I went for a Harbert 3-2 win. We have played both teams. We played Harbert about four times over the last couple of years. And the Terriers, we played them in the Surrey Cup the year before they joined us. They beat us 2-1 and they were a really young side. And I didn't think they would go on to do what they've done, but they're obviously, they were good football inside. But they, they've obviously grown up a lot and grown together and they're doing really, really well. Hats off to them. But Harbert 3-2 this week. Harbert 3-2 is your prediction. As I said, I went for 2 all. Uh, in, in tribute to the man himself. I couldn't put anything between these two. Uh, Steve went for a one-all as well, showing it's going to be tight. Uh, Amari 3-2 prediction for the home team, Hampton Terriers, uh, along with Omar uh, predicting the home team. Uh, and yeah, Omar, sorry, 4-2. I've, I've given your prediction away there. Well, give us a bit of, give us a bit of uh, why you put 4-2 to uh, Hampton. To echo what um, Dan said, they did lose 3-2 in November, but since then they've been unbeaten, winning last five and the penalty shootout. Plus they're top of the league with my favourite team other than Dan's St Andrews, so I'll give it to them for a 4-2, thinking they're, they're going to be after it after they lost. And as they've won so many since then, I think they might just have the edge. Nice one. Uh, second game, Ram versus AFC Bluebirds. Uh, another tough game to pick. Thank you, Graham, for this one so much. Uh, it was really tough. Uh, I went 2 1 for this one, uh, to Bluebirds on the show. Uh, but yeah, nothing in it. Ram have had a fantastic season. Bluebirds really pushing uh, for promotion, uh, this season. Uh, Bela, give, give us a bit of give us a bit of info on your prediction, right? So I've gone for a uh, 3 1 to Bluebirds. Um, they're second in our division. <clears throat> um, they're not the, the, the results are getting all right. A four all against Championship Week Sheaf. Um, they beat well, North Cope, Drew of Westminster Wanderers. Um, and Ram, I don't know. I think Ram seem a little bit inconsistent. Their last couple of games have been uh, better. I think they won 3 0 and 6 1, which are great results. But before that, they had a kind of slight little blip against Rygate Robots. They lost UFC, LFC, BFC, CFC. Old boys. <laughs> uh, they beat them as well, 3-2. Um, I don't know. They seem a little bit more inconsistent than Bluebirds. So I went for the 3-1 win for the Bluebirds. But saying that, it wouldn't surprise me if it was 3-1 to Ram. 
No, but your prediction is for the Bluebirds to the fly Bluebirds. high. Absolutely. Uh, Amari going 4-2 for Ram. He's going for the home team. Uh, Steve, 3-2 to the Bluebirds. Uh, so we're we're leaning more towards them. Omar, uh, you've gone for the home team. Yeah, well, second in Division 5 versus seventh, second Division 6. I hope I've got it the right way around. So I've gone for the Division 5 just to edge it. But that's a great game for two teams, division apart, second and second. Mm. They're the sort of games you like looking to predict. But I've just gone for the home team to edge it 3 2. Thank you very much. 3 2. Uh, so that's two to. Uh, Ram on this one and three of us going for the Bluebirds. Uh, an interesting game. Yeah, thank you very much. Third game of the Southern Sunday section. Uh, w- Wimbledon Wolves, 7-0 they lost this week against Kudos Athletic. They take on uh, Exonians from the best league, the strongest league, the best league in the Southern Sunday, the Silk Grassroots League 10. Uh, we feel like we know a little bit more about Exonians than we do uh, other teams, the top man, Chris Whelan, banging in goals uh, for Exonians this season. Can he do it against a League One club? A team in Wimbledon Wolves who have been battling it out this season with the likes of Sellers, AFC, South London, London Hibs uh, and Kudos uh, are playing naturally against the higher level of opposition. But the cup set, the cup sets in the Southern Sunday is something that we've grown accustomed to. I've backed the League 10 boys, Exonians 2-1 out of blind loyalty uh, for the for the division we sponsor. Um, but Beely, you're thinking the level's too much for this in this one. Oh, do you know what? If, oh, I wouldn't put it like that. <laughs> uh, all I can really go off, when you're a team in Div 10 and you're tearing away the league, almost looking at the results in that league are a bit pointless. So all, all, all I thought really that mattered was looking at how the um, cup games went. Yeah. Um, and they've lost 5-2 to Harbour. Yeah. Um, drew one all with Sporting Wep. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a couple of really good results against championship teams. Though. This is Exonians, obviously. They had, had a couple of good results against, who was it? Wheat Sheaf and Cosmos, am I saying? Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, so they had a couple of good results, but I still think Wimbledon and Wolves, who were the Marcus Lipson Cup winners last year, I think. Stato, Stato. <laughs> I am right, I'm sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I just think they might have a little bit too much. I know they lost 7-0 to Kudos, like you said. But when Kudos, like we said it about Dara, I think Kudos are even more extreme than that. I told you guys a few times when we played Kudos pre-season about a year or two ago, they were the best side we'd ever played against. Whether they got a load of Saturday lads in just for, you know, because it was pre-season or whatever, I don't know. But they were. And if you look at their results, they get seven nils. They lose five, six nils, eight nils, whatever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're they're just a crazy team to play. So losing seven nils to Wimbledon Wolves, uh, uh, to, to Kudos, is not the worst thing in the world. Um, they drew with Hampton Terriers, the Wimbledon Wolves, beat Barking Mad. I just, yeah, I'm going to go for a 4-2 because Exonians will score. Could be 4-3, but 4-2 to Wimbledon Wolves. Fair enough. Uh, Amari backing. Uh, the Wolves 8-2. He's saying you'd 8-2 be Exonians on Sunday afternoon. Let's find out on next week's The Sunday League show. Uh, Steve back in a 2-1 Wimbledon Wolves win as well. Uh, and Omar, just like Bela, um, you're seeing uh, a win for the for the Marcus Lipton holders. Like you said earlier, I've come accustomed to the cup sets in that division. 
especially around between the tens of Division Eights, you never know what results to be. But eleven division gap, I just feel is too big. So that's why I've gone for a four-two win to the home side, because um just for the integrity of divisions, to, I've gone for the yeah, four-two home win. Four-two to uh, Wimbledon Wolves. It's nine. It's nine divisions different in this oh, one. Sorry, I don't know, but and, and they, they have beat on this little run two teams ten divisions higher than them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is a tough. It would not surprise me for them to win it, but I'm yeah, I, I'm going for a four-two home win. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough, tough game to call. That cup, the cup set element of it makes it even harder. Uh, in our last game, club football Val uh, against Norton FC, uh, a complete flip on perhaps what people may think is a game of the week. But these are two teams so closely matched and fighting it out for their lives in their division that I think this is this was quite a good game. Uh, for Graham to put in club football Val sitting bottom uh, of their division and Norton just sitting one point or one place above, should I say. Uh, it's must win, you'd feel, for the club football Val boys. I've gone for a tight 1-0 win for them. Uh, Bela, you can't put anything between these two. Uh, it's tricky. And if I'm honest, they both, they, this match feel, falls foul. I try not to do my 8-2s or 0-0s in the Southern Sunday. But when I saw this game, and I saw the goals four column in each one. Uh, I think each team just averages over one goal a game. Club Football Vale like, played eight, scored nine. And Norton played 13, scored 16. So I'm going to use my nil-nil ticket in this game just because neither team seems to have a lot of firepower. However, we do know that bad defences also can make um, not great forwards uh, able to score a bit more freely than they were. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I've gone for a nil-nil for this one. Norton, Club Football Vale, nil-nil. <laughs> uh, one-nil was Amari's prediction as well in this hard, hard game to call. Steve expects a bit more free scoring, 3-1. Uh, and Omar, compared to me and Bela, you're expecting uh, a goal fest. No, well, I've, I've, this one I've purely sat on the fence because I couldn't really call for it. But I've gone for too many 2-1s, so I just went for a 3-2 this time. Just to even out a little bit. No problem. 3-2 to club football, Val. It could be, as Bela said, uh, maybe uh, goal strikers who don't score very many goals against other teams, against the more leaky defence, gives them an opportunity uh, to take some chances or to get some chances and take them. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see what happens in this one. I think it's going to be cagey, uh, but you could definitely see, you could definitely make a case uh, for any of our scores between the five of us. Uh, so thank you, boys. That is the Southern Sunday section done. Let's get into the Alpington and Bromley, the OBD. SFL. Andrew, can I just can I just quickly jump in very quickly? Yes, please. I promised <laughs> the Poplar Rovers lads I would give them a little shout because we played them uh, and we lost to them. And I told them I'd be very humble, and they were very good. Completely deserved their win against us on Sunday. Uh, and they, they were a decent bunch of lads. So I said I'd give them a shout out. So I'm going to give them a little shout. Thank you, mate. What, what was the score? We lost 3 1 in the end. Um, a reasonably tight game. They deserve the win, to be fair. I'd say 3 1 was a fair game. We've we've been talking about you guys on the podcast, Dan. So it'll be nice to get your foresight on it. Is that you forgetting about the, any sort of title or promotion hopes this season? Uh, it's tricky. Not yet, not yet with the games we got. Um, 
uh, it's just a frustrating one because the teams we've lost to, like, they've all been close. We haven't, no one's turned us over at all. Like, the Westminster games were really frustrating. We know we, like, with the matches we've won this year against teams in the Prem, in Div 1, we know we can beat the teams up there and actually we should be winning more games. I'm not going to say it's over yet. No, I'm not. He still believes, as the song says. He still believes. Perhaps I'll tell you what, if we lose on Sunday, is completely over and we're in a relegation battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the worry, isn't it? You've turned you've turned looking up and look, returning from, from where you came last season to maybe looking down. I mean, that's a that's a that's a a mental change of perspective and focus. It would be. That's a that Sunday. If we lose that, I'll be fuming. But you know, I think we'll be all right. Hopefully. You got a double banker, haven't you? No, it's, it's just one actually. Uh, against uh, Mitch and Strollers. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You will. You should be upset if you lose that one. No disrespect to Mitch and Strollers. No, none at all. They're good lads as well. We beat them earlier in the season, but yeah, if we do lose them, we are in a relegation fight. Yeah, because they're the ones behind you, aren't they? Yeah, Mitch and Strollers and Northcote. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what a big game! I uh, know. Thank you. And was it the bloke with the tattoos up his neck who told you to talk about him on the podcast? Yeah, it scared the life out of me, so I just told him I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> Into the OBD SFL uh, and uh, an old firm game, an old classic game of two long-standing football teams from South East London. Hatcham taking on Kenningwell. Um, the classic of all classics uh, in the Orpington and Bromley. Not many can say that now, um, but these two certainly can. Uh, I have uh, backed Kenningwell to win 2-1 they're back in they're back in the uh, the groove of it again after a change of manager um so many old faces putting on the black and white the black and red stripes again of Kenningwell uh, and they've turned the corner uh, with some good good wins uh they beat Hatcham this weekend in fact um just gone so they play again in a reverse fixture uh Jamie has backed Kenningwell to win 3-1 as well we we between the two of us will rarely back uh, against Kenningwell. Um, Amari has backed Kenningwell. 3-1, a clean sweep. Can we get a clean sweep of Kenningwell results? Steve thinks so with a 2-1. Bela, you wouldn't, you're not backing against the Kenningwell boys either. No, but I'm the same as you. Like When I first started realising what Sunday League football was about and following leagues and teams, Kenningwell was the team that I kind of followed straight yeah. away. They were the team I sort of picked up on and I think Hatcham might have fallen foul a little bit of that this week in terms of their results because Hatcham could win this game quite easily. But I think Kenningwell are a lot of people's favourite clubs. Um, yeah. And they're, they're mine in that league anyway. Um, so I've gone for a free one. 50, over 50 years Kenningwell going as a club for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, and they probably played in the Southern Sunday or they probably played in, diff in various different leagues uh, being from uh, that part of the world uh, Kenningwell, Kennington uh, and all that over that way. Uh, they probably touched um, the Southern Sunday at some point um, and Camberwell and all that stuff. So um, I don't know where the original league was. Maybe we should do our homework on the club, but everyone's favourite, uh, second favourite Sunday league club if you're not involved with a club yourself. Uh, Omar, uh, you're making it a clean sweep of Kennywell wins for, from the podcast. I am indeed. Um yeah, with the comments about Kenny Well, them and Bowden, they're one of the teams I've always heard of or seen about. 
So I tend to always go for them when their games come up. But I just thought it was going to be tight. So sitting on the fence again, I've gone for another 3-2. Can they win? Yeah, it's definitely going to be tight. 100%. Hatch and don't put out bad teams. Uh, that's that's a tradition for them as well. Uh, but they haven't quite got the uh, longevity uh, of Kenningwell. Uh, and obviously their Tatchum's resources spread thin when they play, when their team are playing in the Southern, in the Super League. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting to see that one. Uh, uh, Andrew, ha- what's the, uh, the, the the sort of, uh, I, haven't, I haven't looked now, Kenningwell and Hatchum, in terms of the league table, does Lambeth All-Stars going help anything with that? Just makes it dead equal. Um, there's a team called Spartans who have got three games in hand. They're bottom of the league. Should they win all of their games in hand, they go equal top. Wow, okay. <laughs> the league has just equaled out. That's yeah. what's happened. Yeah, it's okay. just there's nothing in it anymore. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, so well, it, Lambeth. Not brilliant. Um, not brilliant for Lambeth All Stars. Obviously, nah. and everyone that followed them as well had a very big following. They did. They're a great, the great bunch of guys. Winger yeah. and Global and and all the lads down there are fantastic blokes. First and foremost, really nice people, um, humble and and all that stuff. You can hear an interview I did with them. Uh, from our lockdown series, 50 podcasts in 50 days. Uh, you can hear Winjan um, Global, one of the last ones was was them. Uh, and they, they were humble back then. That was before they moved to the, to the OBDSFL. So that was all the way back when, when they were London Challenge Cup champions. We're very sad to see the back of uh, Lambeth, a fantastic yeah. team who who threatened to to rock the establishment with SE Dons and, and stuff like that. But when they made their move over to the Yorkington and Bromley, it didn't really go how they expected. They weren't quite as dominant um, in the Yorkington as they were in the Met League. And obviously they were uh, London Challenge Cup champions as well. Uh, maybe that maybe that responsibility and that expectation weighed heavy uh, on the boys in the purple shirts. But um, they'll always be remembered by me. Uh, as a good bunch of guys, I've refed them a couple of times. And as I say, um, when you consider that there could have been egos there, there could have been uh, there could have been all that stuff with, with mm. good players. There wasn't any of it. And, and they were always a pleasure. Uh, and yeah, Windsor and, and Global, uh, especially because I've spoken to them uh, on the podcast. I wish you guys all the very best. But we see there some of their players who moved away from Kenningwell um, go back to Kenningwell. So maybe that's why. Um, we've seen a slight turnaround uh, in Kenningwell's fortunes. Their YouTube channel was fantastic. That was that was a very good YouTube channel. You're right, Omar. Uh, and yeah, they they'll be missed. But you know, they turned down the opportunity to join the Super League uh, to stay with the Alpington and Bromley for whatever reason. Um, it didn't happen for them. Uh, and yeah, we're gutted about that. But uh, it is what it is. Lots and lots of teams fold in, and teams just as important to Sunday League football. Then Lambeth All Stars folding as well. You know we've seen the likes of Barker folding from from Westfer, uh, and all sorts of different teams folding of late, uh, which is pretty crap really, um, and it's a shame. Um, so yeah, but the Alpington and Bromley senior division has equaled out because of their them going. They were unbeaten in the league, um, so some would scratch their heads and say, why did they leave? But they did. Let's go on to the next game, uh, a big Division One. Uh, title hoping girl promotion fight chasing title hopers uh, fight up, fight against each other long lane taking on Sydney Sports Sydney Sports my pick for Division One uh, glory this year that might fall a bit short with long lane and Bexley United going absolutely all guns blazing in the league Sydney giving himself 
a bit of work to do. That it could still happen, uh, but they need to win games like this against an unbeaten uh, long lane. In fact, they've won all of their games in the league um, and they are going to be very, very tough for Sydney um, Sports to beat. Jamie back in long lane to win 3-2. I've backed long lane to win 2-1. I don't often go against Sydney Sports, one of my favourite teams uh, in the Orpington and Bromley, mainly because uh, of Mark Jordan and uh, Duncan, uh, run, who run them. Uh, two fantastic blokes and a good team over the years as well. A proper Sunday league team. Um, I don't back against Sydney very often, but Long Lane uh, look an incredible team this season. Uh, with some super talented players. They look set for promotion as a very, very, very bare minimum. Uh, Omar, you agree with me on that statement? No, I do. I see Sydney Sport. They beat our first team, I think something like 6-0 in the County Cup and they were very, very good. So I know that they're a very good side, but where Long Lane has been unbeaten and something like five games, five out of five, I've just edged it with them and gone for a 3-1 uh, win because I didn't want to go for another 3-2. But yeah, Sydney's thoughts are a very good side, but then so are Long Lane. They are. Steve, matching you, you must have confirmed. Uh, you must have conferred on your scores. Bela, you're going big and a clean sheet for Long Lane. Yeah, uh, it I'd send them a class and it probably won't be a clean sheet, but I thought I'd sort of roll the dice a little bit. Long lane just look really strong, don't they? They just look really yeah. up for it and I can't see them coming over too many stumbling blocks. So a uh, 3-0 to long lane. 3-0 long lane is a whitewash. Uh, and passing the pad. Uh, Amari, uh, yeah, Amari back in at long lane 2-1. That's a clean sweep for long lane, showing their dominance. Um expected dominant they need to keep winning because Bexley because Bexley United um, keep winning their games as well so it looks like um, those two have a long fight till the end of the season between them it's going to be brilliant uh, game three uh, puts together two um, of the top teams in division four East Wickham Wanderers still unbeaten for the season 11 games unbeaten uh, Hazen Pickers beaten comfortably this weekend uh, but a brilliant, brilliant fixture. Hazen Pigger, Division 5 winners last year. Vic Farrow Cup finalists. There's some pedigree there, definitely. Uh, but Eastwick and Wanderers look an absolute level above uh, them and FC United of Bromley fighting it out for that title. No points can be dropped. Uh, Jamie Nimmo back in Eastwick and Wanderers 5-1. I went 3-1 Eastwick and Wanderers. A bit more conservative on the scoreline, but Omar, you've gone right between the two of us. Yes, I've gone for 4-1. Like you said, 11 out of 11 is some feat. Plus, they've also scored 50 goals and only conceded eight. So, you can tell they score goals. I definitely feel like they'll score a few this time. So, I've gone for a 4-1 win. Home to the home side. 4-1 win to East Wickham Wanderers. Steve, back in Hazen Pickhurst. He's rolled the dice on this one. He's trying to pick up some points. 2-1 um, win for Hazen Pickhurst. Bela, you've gone big. You've gone best. Yeah, You've gone I mean, better. <laughs> this I've got to do my nil nils and my eight twos somewhere, and I, I I would argue that none of you two could find a match that would be more suitable for an eight two than this one. I think um, uh, if I remember looking, Hazen Pickers, although they they, they they did all right last year, they're not going as strong this year. Well, they're they're, in, they're, they're in a tough tough division this year. Them, um, Phoenix Sports four. Uh, East Wickham Wanderers and FC United of Bromley. That's four top teams to have in one division. Uh, they were in there with Phoenix Sports 4 last season and 
some other clubs, Alpington Colts and uh, South London Spartans. Um, so yeah, they they they've been in amongst tough people, uh, and yeah, this week it doesn't get any better, any easier for them. Yeah, no. So I'm going. I'm, yeah, this is the one I'm going to go for my eight-two, and I will say my last eight-two prediction is it? Are they called Glebe Manor? They weren't very light yeah. on me. They went. <laughs> oh, thank you. You must have made a phone call, Andrew, and I really appreciate it. Whatever strings you pulled, I will buy you in pints. So thank you, mate. <laughs> it, it was sixteen, and I'll see you at the end of season two. Done. <laughs> uh, Glebe Manor give as much banter as they take, and they are a good bunch of lads. They would have taken it all as banter. Uh, Amari going four two for East Wickham Wanderers. So <clears> only Steve back in. Uh, the Hayes and Pickers boys, the rest of us uh, back in East Wickham Wanderers by two or more, uh, some by three, some by six even. Uh, it would be an incredible result for, for Bela to get that. It wouldn't, they've beaten teams 8-2 already this season, East Wickham Wanderers, so uh, not a result that they are strangers to. Uh, good luck to both teams. Last but not least in the Alpington and Bromley, Petswood uh, Roadrunners taking on Western Wolves, two teams at the top of the division. We did say on the podcast on Monday, uh, Petswood Roadrunners potentially played too many games to maintain uh, a top spot uh, with all the teams around them. Uh, Elmstead Reserves and, and Western Wolves uh, winning games of football uh, and catching up with their games in hand. It could be uh, squeaky bum time for the Petswood Roadrunners, boys. Um, this is a massive, massive six-pointer uh, for both teams. Jamie back in the Wolves. Uh, to be howling uh, at the end of the game on Sunday, two-one says Jamie. I say two. I say three-two uh, to the away boys, Petswood Roadrunners, not backed by us two on the Sunday League show uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Omar, you're back in the home team. Oh yes, I've gone for a three-one. They've they've scored and conceded similar amounts, but I looked. I think they're separated by Elton Reserves, Elmstead Reserves. Sorry, and. Um, Pets got beat, beat them 9 1, and then Wolves lost to them 7 0. So that's why I've gone to the home side to win 3 1. Fair play. 3 1, the prediction. I'm going to beat them 9 1 in November. Okay. Okay. Uh, long enough ago, maybe, for it not to count, but, but let's, let's see. 3 uh, 1, the prediction by Omar for Pets with Roadrunners. Thank you, mate. Uh, Steve back in the, run, the Roadrunners to win 2 1 as well. So the Westford boys back in the home team. Uh, Bela. You've, uh, is this your roll of the dice opportunity here? Uh, I don't know about that, but if I'm honest, what swayed it? Do you, do you remember a little while ago, I put something on Twitter, had a friend who was looking for a team? Yeah. Um, yeah, he joined Western Wolves. Um, right, okay. He's about my age, and he's, he was sort of telling me about them. They're a very young squad, um, but from what I hear, like they're kind of, they got really good sort of togetherness. They got a, they're like a really good team unit and stuff. Um, and but obviously, because he's playing for them now, I couldn't back against them. So, um, yeah, 4-2 to Western Wolves. Nice one. What a great little story. I do remember that. We retweeted that, didn't we? Yeah, no, I think and that, that probably would have been what got me the uh, into contact with him. So, yeah, appreciate that. No problem. Well done. We hope he does well. 4-2, the prediction for Bela for Western Wolves uh, and Amari going 4-1 for Petswood Roadrunners. Uh, so, split again there. Uh, two of us going for uh, Western, three of us going for Western Wolves uh, and three of us going for Petswood Roadrunners. These games uh, towards the end of the season are getting harder and harder to call. Let's have a look at the final league, um, the Croydon Municipal League. Sadly, 
uh, Amari hasn't turned up. So we're, we're blagging this one, lads. Yeah, we don't um, blag. We're, we're experts, remember? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> not when it comes, not when it comes to the Quirden Municipal. This is as tough a league as the uh, Southern Sunday. There may be more teams in the Southern Sunday, but it's far. It's very, very, very competitive in the Quirden Municipal. This is tough. Right, game one. Spartans reserves taking on uh, Selsden Town All Prem tie. Um, Roger back in a three-all draw for Russell's boys and Selsden Town. Selsden Town need to return to form quickly, or they may be looking over their shoulder uh, at Division One football next year. I've backed the Spartans to win two-one. I don't often back against Selsden, but their run of form is worrying. Uh, Amari, our resident. Quirden Municipal Specialist has backed Spartans to win 3-1. Uh, Bila, you've gone the same way as Amari. Um, sorry, Andrew, slight technical issue. Could you just scroll up, please? Scroll up. I can't see the scores. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, keep going. Uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm as far scrolled as oh, I can. I can't see the Quirden Municipal. I'll have to get them up in my notes. Give me oh, one yeah. second. Oh, I've got them now. I think I've got them now. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I've got them. Sorry, this is not good radio, is it? It's not radio. <laughs> well, it's yeah. worse than that. <laughs> it's a podcast put together on someone's work desk and a laptop. Uh, I've got it. I've got it. Thank you. Um, yes, I've gone for three one. Um, not to Selsden. Who's the other team? I can't see it. Spartans. Three <laughs> one to Spartans. <laughs> <I've gone. laughs> um, yeah, Spartans are doing really well. They look good. Three one Spartans. No problem. Uh, Steve has backed 2-1 to Spartans. And Omar, uh, you're making it uh, a clean sweep. All but one for the home team. Yes, I've gone for a 2-1 win to Spartans. But that's me sitting on the fence. Um, I found it difficult to separate. So I've just gone for a 2-1. Brilliant. Uh, thank you, boys. Uh, yeah, Spartans, the favourites there. The form of Spartans hasn't been great. They've lost their last few. Uh, but Selsden losing to uh, lower, lower. Uh, well, lo losing to teams you wouldn't expect them to lose to. Uh, so maybe um, food for thought for a return to form for Spartans in game two. PSG reserves, Palais Saint Germain reserves, sponsored or sleeve sponsored by the Silk Grassroots Podcast. Take on Gold Coaching, who form as plummeting uh, quickly and fast and dramatically, uh, unable to put a team out last weekend uh, and have lost. Um, their last few games uh, since calling us out on social media for our predictions. Um, it's gone the shape of a pair for the gold coaching boys. Ro Roger has backed PSG reserves to win 3-1. I've backed them 2-1. Amari, our resident um, Quidditch Municipal Specialist, backing the PSG boys 4-0. Boys, I don't know if you've you don't listen to the Quidditch Municipal section on the podcast. Perhaps you're not You've not heard the gold coaching woes. Am I right, Bela? Uh, do you know what? I make an I, I I make an effort. I genuinely don't listen to any of the predictions parts of the shows just because I don't want to have... I remember I did it once and subconsciously my scores were all pretty much the same as yours that week. I remember seeing. So I've kind of made a, made a mental note not to listen to them anymore. Um, but I, this one was a roll of the dice. I, I, I sort of thought at the time, I'm just going to roll the dice Hope that goal coaching can bring a good, strong team out and maybe turn up to 
with the team they started the season with. So this was a roll of dice. I've gone 3-1 goal coaching. 3-1 goal coaching. Steve has gone the same way. 3-1 goal coaching. Uh, Omar, you're seeing a tight one. No, well, I wish I, I did pay a bit more attention. Now seeing Amari's score and yours. But yeah. I just remembered them calling you out. That's why I thought, oh, maybe they put something. But I didn't, because I just went with goal coaching, but just kept it tight with a 2-1 win. But it seems like since they called you out, they've plummeted. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, they have, they're a good, they've good. they been a good side this season. That you, you just, I guess the, the hope for them is that they can return to that. Uh, but when if the form is gone, the form is gone. Uh, I guess this result against the PSG, who have been mid-table most of the season, some good results, uh, but a PSG uh, who are sort of going to end up around the middle, the middle of, a, of, of a very good table, it must of a very good division, sorry, it must be said. Uh, this result will be telling for goal coaching in the rest of their season. Um, so, yeah, good predictions from everyone there. No silly ones there whatsoever. Um, Huxley Guards against FC 25 is our next game. Division 2 uh, playoff. Huxley Guards desperate uh, to pull themselves upwards, uh, uh, up the table. Uh, and FC 25 looking to get themselves potentially involved in the in the promotion chat, looking to capitalise on Addiscombe Corinthians, uh, fluffing their lines uh, and an and un uh, and uh, uh, Fort Neath Rangers unable uh, to put several wins together. Uh, FC Twenty Five will be looking to capitalise on all of that. Uh, Roger has backed Huxley Guards to win two nil. I've backed FC Twenty Five to win three two. Uh, Amari, the one who plays in this league and knows the league probably better than anyone else, apart from Roger, has backed Huxley Guards to win five two. A massive win. Predicted by Amari, that makes me worry a little bit. Uh, Omar, though, uh, you can't separate the two. No, well, I've gone for a Desmond because they've only played like nine, I can't remember if it's nine or ten, get like eight or nine games, and they've both drawn three times in them little short games. So I thought, well, it's going to be a draw. So I've gone for two, two. Fair enough. And good stats as well. Good stat work. Another one for you. Statal, uh, Bila, uh, you're seeing a tight home win. Do you know what? I know what you mean when you say about Amari, when he makes a statement result, because he is, I just, I get the impression he's like a pathological winner. That guy wants to <laughs> win whatever he does. I just yeah. get, I get that feeling. He's in teams, DMs, as soon as he sees the results, getting info. And when he does a 5-2, it does really hint towards something, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It could mm, do. It um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a bit tighter. I've gone 1-0 Huxley guards. One point is better than none. At least you're, you've gone the same way as Amari. That's yeah. on your side, isn't it? I'm worried there. I'm worried now. Steve is back 2-0 uh, to Huxley Guards. That's all of those scores. Last but not least, a really, really intriguing game. Probably my favourite one uh, of the week uh, in the Quidditch Municipal. Addiscombe Casuals uh, sitting top three in the Prem, taking on Woodside. and The, the informed team in the, in the uh, Quidditch Municipal at the moment, Woodside sitting top of Division 1. The division title is in their hands. If they win all of their remaining games, they will lift the title. Um, Addiscombe, in a little dipper form, just struggling of late, uh, have written themselves off of their title. But this is obviously a cup game. Uh, Roger back in a two-all draw. <clears throat> he struggles to back against the Casuals boys. They are lovely lads. Um, had the pleasure of refereeing them a few times last season. They are good lads. Uh, but the form of Woodside... And the, the the lack of form for casuals was enough for me to back uh, the Woodside and to put my Ws up for them this week. 3-1, my prediction. Amari, 
has gone the way of Woodside as well. 3-2, he's gone. Uh, that's that settled me down a little bit. Steve, back in Woodside, 3-1. Um, Omar, you're looking for a cup set. No, well, in my relatively poor total of 140 since we've been doing this, one of my original greens was a 2 near Woodside. So since then, because it was one of my first greens, every time I see Woodside, it's a 2 near Woodside. So I've gone for the same 2 near Woodside. Fair enough. No, not a silly score at all, Woodside. As I say, they are bang on fire. Uh, Bila, to see us out, what way have you gone? Right. I don't usually go looking for nibbles and things like that. It's not really in my psyche. But Woodside, <laughs> like whoever's like on their Twitter account, he loves making comments about the podcast. And I like it. It's really good. Yeah, they're great. Um, they won, they yeah. won Team of the Year last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I like the input they give and they talk about... They're a bit brash in what they can say sometimes, but again, yeah, I yeah. quite like it. Yeah. Um, but that does mean I'm never going to back them to win. <laughs> <laughs> so, Woodside, you're going to lose. 3-2. Absolutely. Woodside, yeah, they, 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 they're very forthcoming on social media, but that's that's how they set themselves apart. They, I think they're looking to build their social media platform, looking to build the video side of it and all that, but they, it's yeah. a struggle. Um, but yeah, Woodside do love, um, do love a chat. Uh, three, two, the prediction to Addiscombe casuals for Bela drawing out the Woodside boys, uh, for more comments, uh, lads, that's the end of our predictions. Thank you very much. Just to remind everyone, uh, currently winning our predictions race, Amari on 165 points, then me, on 162 points. Uh, Omar, third place out of nowhere uh, since I've come such a long way since the early days. You're on 140 points. Uh, and Steve and Bela uh, on 129 points apiece. No one's cut adrift. Uh, no one's running away with it. We're going right down to the wire as Kanye. As Kanye sang, boys, thank you very much for joining me this week. Where are you this weekend, Omar, with your football? Hopefully weather pending. Omar's nowhere to be seen. Uh, no, that's even worse radio than I than I had <laughs> Your radio silence. Uh, where are you, uh, your Mitchum Strollers game? Yeah, Mitchum Strollers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's a really good game. Enjoy yourself. Uh, Omar, are you with us? He couldn't wait, could he? He couldn't wait. He's definitely, he's still in the call, but he's gone. Uh, we wish Spring Hill Blues all the best. Maybe upset because he's on our sack race again this week for West Park. <laughs> Who knows? But boys, but Bela... Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you, mate. And I'll speak to you next week. Been a pleasure. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.